Welcome to Our Love Sphere, a show about dating and relationships. I'm Janice Spindell. And I'm Carly Spindell. We're an all-star mother-daughter matchmaking team, and we're the best at what we do. Our clients are exceptional marriage-minded men who want relationships with extraordinary women who are the total package. This podcast will bring you inside the minds of men and teach you how to land and keep the relationship of your dreams. We'll have a lot of fun, so get ready to laugh and learn. In this episode, we'll discuss friends with benefits. In a world where connections come in various shapes and sizes, maintaining a friendship while also indulging in some added benefits can be alluring. But is it a good idea? And how do you make sure that nobody gets hurt? We will unravel the intricacies, share some valuable insight, and hopefully leave you with a clearer picture of whether this unconventional relationship is right for you or not. From the frequency of hangouts to the complexities of gift giving, especially during the holidays, we've got you covered. Friends with benefits is definitely a good idea. You have to really talk about it and get it down pat of exactly what it is going to include so nobody gets hurt. I think as long as you talk about it and as Jenna said, you make sure that you don't get hurt, then I think that it can be great. The pros of friends with benefits is you feel super comfortable with each other. So you, I imagine, have a good rapport and a good friendship. And when you hang out, it is simple and easy and it doesn't make you nervous. And you just feel like you're hanging out with a really good friend and also getting the intimacy. The cons of friends with benefits, on the other hand, can be very difficult. And of course, you don't want to get hurt and you don't want your slash friend partner to get hurt. So you really have to have everything in not writing, but you have to talk about it. Like what happens if like an one of you, one of you meets somebody and obviously you're going to have sex with that person. That obviously could be a negative con, but there's wicked emotional risks. Again, you have to have an outline of exactly what it's going to include without being it being too tumultuous. You have to really figure it out. And, you know, look, try it. You really might like it. And if it doesn't work, then you go to step two and you deal with it. I think you also need a backup plan. If you are really, really, really good friends and you don't want the friendship to be ruined, then you have to say, okay, we're going to give this a try. But if it doesn't work out, let's not let it ruin the friendship. You can avoid hurt feelings by establishing clear communication and boundaries from the start so that you are both on the same page and by being honest and transparent. If you have more feelings than the other person does and the other person is telling you that they met someone else and they really like them, think about how that would make you feel and vice versa. Tips to manage expectations I really think it's very important to have realistic expectations, first and foremost, of what you're looking for to avoid misunderstandings. So usually the only problem that could come up is dating somebody else. And then obviously 
having sex with somebody else. That gets very complicated and not a comfortable situation. So very you complicated. have to. Yeah, you really have to have realistic expectations, whether it's a trial period, maybe, you know, try it for 30 days, try it for 60 days. And you know what? You never know. You might fall back in love with an ex-boyfriend or a person that you never thought you'd be with. I think it only works if you are not dating other people. So it's kind of like a pseudo boyfriend without the commitment, because if you're spending all this time together and you are having sex, it's basically like you're dating, but not. But even though I am a believer in friends with benefits, I am a believer in if you break up, you broke up for a reason 70% of the time, I'm going to say. And there was a reason you broke up and you can try to give it another try. But I think that it doesn't work 70% of the time. Just made the number up. Yeah, just never know. It could have been years ago. That's why there's the 30%. <laughs> you should see each other as frequent as you feel works for both of you. So if you guys are best friends and you used to hang out all the time anyway, this could be as many times a week as two or as many times as seven days in a week. It just depends of what you are looking for. This is when communication comes into play. In terms of if you should or should not introduce him to your friends, I mean, look, if he's someone that you're, I guess you call dating, you, I mean, you are dating him, you are having sex with him. I'm assuming you're going out to dinner with him and doing things with him. So sure, introduce him to your friends. I think that could be a plus. Let them tell you what they think. They might really like him and think he's the perfect guy for you and you might get it differently. So yes, you definitely should introduce him to your friends. I don't know how I feel about that. I think it depends on what he is looking for. If he has made it very clear that he is not looking for anything serious and you are just friends and you are just friends with benefits, then I think you should keep him separate. And as not like your dirty little secret, but your fun, exciting little secret. Should you explore shared hobbies or should you not? I think this depends, again, on the boundaries that you've set and what you are looking for. If you're not looking for anything serious and he's not looking for anything serious, then I think, yes, you should definitely have as much fun together as possible. And let's say you both like painting or you both like wine tasting or you both like tennis or golf, then you should do it together. But this is a tricky slope because then he, again, becomes like a pseudo boyfriend without the commitment. So I think it depends on you as a person. And if you can do everything a boyfriend like without getting attached, then yes, if you get more attached easily and you fall in love or lust or like uh, more easily than other people and you know yourself, then I don't think you can be in a pseudo relationship and explore shared hobbies together without catching feelings. Okay. And the question is, should or shouldn't you buy each other gifts? I would basically say it's, we're approaching the holiday times 
if it's a Valentine's Day, if it's a Christmas, if it's a birthday. Again, it all depends on your discussion, your rules and regulations with this friends with benefits. You know, if he was an ex-husband or ex-boyfriend for a long time that you really loved and you want something from him, sure, what's the big deal to buy each other gifts? But again, it's a case-by-case situation of what how you structure this unbelievable friends with benefits kind of a relationship. I mean, you obviously don't want to go overboard. If he wants to buy you a diamond tennis necklace, hey, go for it. (laughs) I think that blurs the lines a lot, especially if you dated or were married, then you really shared a life together. I think that if you are friends and you've been friends for a long time, or your new friends, then that is very different. But I agree. I I think that if you are having a great time together, and you're having great sex, and you love doing things together, and you want to buy each other gifts, and you used to date or be married, um, why are you not together? So I think that poses a different question. Agree. If one person starts to feel something more than just the physical connection and wants to transition into a more committed relationship, this can be tricky. It takes two to tango. So if you are not on the same page, you've got to figure out how to handle this. So that is where the communication comes into play. Let's say you've been friends with benefits for two months. You see each other multiple times a week and you are in this pseudo relationship that I keep talking about. I would guess that you might want something more and then you've got to ask him if he wants the same thing. Right. And that's where feelings could really be hurt. So again, as Carly always says, it's all about communication. So you have to talk about it and see if you're both coming from the same place or not. The question is, obviously, if you're in a friends with benefits, are you dating other people? It's sort of like an oxymoron and a dichotomy at the same time, because obviously, if you're having sex with somebody, but you're not his girlfriend, and you're dating other people, if you like that person that you're dating and you're on date number four or five, you're definitely going to have some kind of physical intimacy, even if it's just kissing and fooling around. And, you know, you sort of have a friends with benefits. So that's when you might have to make a decision and obviously tell him that, you know, I met somebody, I'm sort of dating him, but I think we might want to see where it goes. So I just wanted to let you know and be honest and upfront. And he might say, you know, great. So then maybe we should put this friends with benefits thing on hold until you figure out what you want from that guy. Or do you have sex with the person that you're dating and then tell the friends with benefits after you already have sex? Because otherwise it just might be a mood point if you don't actually end up having sex with him. Well, since we are talking about sex, I'm sure there are a lot of listeners that might be having sex with two people at the same time. (laughs) So if you're doing that, we just like you to practice safe sex. And that was my one lecture for the minute. And some people 
I think there's a bunch of different people, types of people out there. I'll say there are the people that catch feelings. I'm just, I'm loving this term, catch feelings, um, catch feelings quickly. And there are those that don't. So I imagine there's also a scenario where you could have a friend with benefits and you are sleeping together and you're great friends and it works. And then you meet this amazing guy who you think could be your potential husband, but you don't want to come on too strong. So you might continue seeing and sleeping with your friend with benefits so that you seem really chill and laid back and laissez-faire to this potential husband. So I think that's a scenario that we should I actually like that. I like that. Fair or you like the- No, I like the fact that you keep- having sex with the friends with benefits and don't jump into bed so fast with the new guy. And then he's going to really want to, I like that. And then do you have sex with both of them? I'm just kidding. (laughs) Well, we always like to encourage everyone to be considerate of other people's feelings and to do as you want done unto you. So while that scenario Janice really likes. I don't think it's that nice to the friend with benefits unless he has made it clear he doesn't want anything serious and he's not looking for a more committed relationship with you. Then it serves both people very well. Yes. Again, as always, a case by case situation. You know, if it's all about communication, if one of you meets somebody else, then you obviously have to have a conversation because it it will all depend on What's the situation with the somebody else? We like to leave you with a final question. So the final question is to uh, be the best version of yourself and have the most fun and live your life to the fullest. How can you have a friends with benefits and be great and be happy and sexually fulfilled? Thanks for listening. We hope you had as much fun as we did. Join us next time to get inside the minds of men and learn how to be the best version of yourself. 